Hi, welcome to the VSC Sports Talk. Let's start off with the NFL. Seattle Seahawks to face the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Munich on November the 13th. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers will play the Seattle Seahawks in the NFL's first regular season game in Germany. The league announced Wednesday the teams will play at 9.30 a.m. on November 13th at Alliance Arena, home of FC Bayern Munich. The NFL also announced the three 9.30 games that will be played in London next season. The New Orleans Saints will place the Minnesota Vikings on October the 2nd, and the Green Bay Packers will play the New York Giants on October the 9th at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. The Jacksonville Jaguars will play the Denver Broncos on October the 30th at Wembley Stadium. In addition, the league said the Arizona Cardinals will play the San Francisco 49ers on November 29th in a Monday night football game at Estadio Estigo in Mexico City. It will be the fourth NFL game played at the stadium. The Oakland Raiders beat the Houston Texans 27-20 in 2016. The New England Patriots beat the Raiders 33-8 in 2017. And the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Los Angeles Chargers 24-17 in 2019. The Chiefs were scheduled to play the Los Angeles Rams in Mexico City in 2019, but the game was moved to Los Angeles because of poor field conditions. Arizona lost its long international matchup in 2017, 33-0, to the Los Angeles Rams at Trickham Stadium in London. The 49ers are 2-0 in international games, beating Denver 24-10 in 2010 and Jacksonville 42-10 in 2013 at Wilmington Stadium in London. The Bucks will be seeking their first victory playing outside the United States. They are 0-3 in their three games played in London. Losing to the Patriots 35-7 in 2019, the Chicago Bears 24-18 in 2011, and the Carolina Panthers 37-26 in 2019. This will mark the Seahawks' third international regular season game in franchise history. They beat the Buffalo Bills and Toronto in 2012 and the Oakland Raiders in London in 2018. Seahawks have a German-born player and linebacker Ern Donker, who has allocated to Seattle last year as part of the NFL's International Player Pathway Program. Duncan is from Akron, about 200 miles west of Munich, and spent the 2021 season of Seahawks. Practice squad, the Seahawks received another roster exemption for Donkel this year. The NFL announced in February that they will play four games in Germany over the next four seasons, two apiece in Munich and Frankfurt. The Packers were the long team to have never played in the international game. The Giants are 2-0 overseas, beating the Miami Dolphins 13-10 of NFL's first international game played in 2007 at Wembley Stadium and beating the Rams. 17-10 in 2016 at the Trickham Stadium. That is NFL News on VSC Sports Talk. Let's go to VSC Sports Talk. We're going to go on to the NBA East Semifinals. Series are tied one and one. The Bucks and the Celtics. The Western Finals. Series tied one to one. Warriors and the Grizzlies. 
East semifinals. Miami leads the series two to zero over the 76ers. And Phoenix leads Dallas Mavericks two to zero over here in the NBA finals on their way. Over to the NHL East first round. Hmm. The series lead. Carolina is leading the series 2 0 over the Bruins. We got the Lightning and the Maple Leafs tied 1 to 1. East round, rest round. We got the Blues and the Wild tied 1 and 1. The Kings and the Orioles are tied 1 and 1. Over to the East first round. Series tied one to one. Penguins and the Rangers. Capitals and the Panthers are tied one and one. The Predators and the Avalanche. Colorado leads the series two to zero. Series are tied one and one with the Stars and the Flames. That's more action in the NHL. Let's go to Major League Baseball. The Mets rally with seven run ninth inning to stun the Phillies. Let's check out the power rankings. See who's number one on Major League Baseball. We're going into week four. Number one, New York Yankees. Number two, Los Angeles Dodgers. Number three, New York Mets. Number four, San Francisco Giants. Number five, Milwaukee Brewers. Number six, Toronto Blue Jays. Number seven, San Diego Padres. Number eight, Los Angeles Angels. Number nine, Tampa Bay Rays. Number 10, St. Louis Cardinals. Number 11, Minnesota Twins. Number 12, Houston Astros. Number 13, Atlanta Braves. Number 14, Seattle Mariners. Number 15, Miami Marlins. 16, Philadelphia Phillies. 17, Chicago White Sox. 18, Colorado Rockies. 19, Boston Red Sox. 20, Cleveland Guardians. 21 Chicago Cubs, 22 Oakland Athletics, 23 Arizona Diamondbacks, 24 Detroit Tigers, 25 Texas Rangers, 26 Kansas City Warriors, 27 Pittsburgh Pirates, 28 Baltimore Orioles, 29 Washington Nationals, 30 Cincinnati Reds, and those your top 30 teams in Major League Baseball. Let's check out the WNBA. All right, the regular season starts Friday. How is the Phoenix Mercury preparing for the W the 2022 WNBA season without bringing Carolina? It will be noticeable tiring absence for the Phoenix Mercury on Friday night in the 2022 WNBA season opener and beyond. Friday's night game against the Los Angeles Aces will be Phoenix first without Brittany Griner, widely regarded as the women's basketball most dominant center in the world. Griner has been detained in Russia since February 17, after customs officials said they found half oil in her luggage at an airport near Moscow. 
Without a timetable for her release, the Mercury has spent the past two and a half months preparing for that season knowing they won't have Griner who's awaiting a hearing on May 19 for the foreseeable future. What was considered a super team in early February after the Mercury signed Tina Charles in a free agency and traded for Diamond DeShields to complement Dinah to Roscoe, Skylar Diggs-Smith, and Griner was forced to reevaluate its approach to the season. The Mercury remained in pursuit of his second consecutive trip to the NBA Finals, but gone are the grand visions of hearing last season's top scores in the WNBA. Charles and Griner respectfully to the court together. Gone, it appears, is the hope of Griner's first MVP award coming this season. Griner is irreplaceable in a lot of ways, starting with her size. The Miami Grand Prix starts Sunday on ABC. We got some new fights coming up. UFC lightweight main event. You have Olivia versus Gail on Saturday on pay-per-view. You got regular season women's lightweight. You got Harrison versus, she's 12 and 0 versus Mocking Got some great fights coming up. Also, we're going into, let's talk about our highlight. We're going to highlight um, the Ultra Runner. We got some stuff going on. We said Ultra Runner. Let's hear this, some great, great things on this. How Amputee Jackie Hunt. Bossing your brain 104 marathons in 104 days in 2020. The ultra runner Jackie Hunter Bossing saw that Alicia Amos Clark has broken the record for running 95 marathons in as many days. She thought to herself, Well, what would be interesting to try and do, especially running on a prosthetic leg? Two years later, in late April, 46 year old Hunt Bossing broke the record. Which could take up a year for a group for the genius book of world records to ratify with 104 marathons in 104 days, including the Boston Marathon's Pearl Athletic Race. Her original challenge was 100 and 100, but a British woman, Kate James, set their record just days prior to Hunt Boston's finish, so the challenge was extended to 102, and then she added two more days for fun. A South African who resides in Arizona with her husband and her children, Hunt Bossing lost her lower leg to urine sarcoma, a rare form of cancer that affects tissues around the bones in 2001. As part of her challenge, she raised over 192,004 empty blade runners to help people assess expensive prosthetics. But her primary ambition was simply a personal challenge. And to put in some base miles for a 240 mile ocean run in Utah later this year. Here in the States, running blades are really expensive and health insurance doesn't cover it. They see it as a luxury, so I thought it would be a great way to raise money for charity and it would be a great way to give back, Hunt Bossinger said. Running is something, even though I wasn't doing it before surgery, you kind of take it for granted because you could. Just put a pair of shoes on and go. Hunt Bosman always lived a fit lifestyle, but described herself as a glass half full in regard to her athletic capabilities. I thought running ultras was crazy. If I'm totally honest, why would you do that? 
But then after her surgery, she found motivation from a disturbing place inside of her. The same place that saw her fight cancer, she says amputees are often told by medical professionals about things they can no longer do, and it irritated her. She said, you kind of get put in this box of being disabled, and it's just really annoying, and I'm super stubborn, and I, well, I know I wanted to give running a go, I wanted to try it and just see. She took the plunge and invested $10,000 in a running blade, because regular prosthetics are unsuitable, and she enjoyed pushing boundaries and having fun with it. She found that after her surgery, she struggled with the body acceptance, and running gave her something to be proud of. Running really changed my life, and it gave me a more sense of acceptance of my body and just more. I can do things, and I can do all things, so I'm more proud of who I am and what my body likes, looks like, and I'm so grateful for running because it definitely changed my perception, and her body did change, though not in the way that you imagine, because she was careful not to lose weight despite all the running she was doing. She quickly realized she had to fuel not only but recovery below for the next day, but as she was running across lunchtime most days to ensure she ate enough overall. She actually gained weight, but it's more muscle, she said. It's been very, very conscious to lose weight because I just felt like if I did, then that means I'm just not getting what I need to fuel every day. You make peace with the pain. Hunt Boston is a coach by day and reduce her commitments while taking on this challenge, which became somewhat of a full-time job. So every day she would get the same heavy leg feeling runners known as well. Sometimes the fatigue will stick around for a few days and others she will still fresh again. In the same way, all runners experience good days and bad days just more frequently. And you make peace with the pain just because you have a target. So you just stuck it to show you just Suck it up and you know what you just need to get on with it. So, that was our little feature on VSE Sports Talk. It's week. Come and join us.